Let us take a moment to pray for each other. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, for us sinners now, the hour of our death. Amen. It's something that we've learned from our earliest days in uh, grade school, that the doctrine of the Holy Trinity, that God is three divine persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, in one God, is a mystery, a great mystery, perhaps the greatest of all mysteries. But I, I think that we sometimes... Uh, don't get all the significance out of that that we could because we don't think enough about what a mystery really is. A lot of times when we hear the word mystery, we think of some sort of a, a puzzle that we have to solve, like a murder mystery, right? Or maybe you have a somewhat more uh, theologically advanced definition of a mystery. You might say, well, a mystery is something that we can't uh, completely know, but we can know it a certain to a certain amount, but it's always inexhaustible. There's always more to know, right? Now, that's true. That is what a mystery means. But it means more than that. We can understand this by looking at the Latin here. The, the Latin word that is translated, uh, or from which uh, so we, our word mystery, you know, comes from the Greek word mysterion, not a big leap there. But in Latin, the word for mystery is sacramentum, which I'm sure you won't be surprised is where we get the word sacrament. Think about that. You know, we could, instead of talking about the seven sacraments of the church, we could talk about the seven mysteries of the church. The mystery of baptism, the mystery of penance, the mystery of holy matrimony, right? So that's, that brings out a different idea. But let's think about from this perspective of um, sacrament, because our, often our idea of mystery is something into which we have to look. We have to search out the mystery. We enter into the mystery to find the truth. But let's think about it from the, from the idea of a sacrament now. Who can help me with this uh, grade school definition of a sacrament? A sacrament is a visible sign of what? Test. Who knows the answer? A visible sign of what? Grace. Okay, very good. Grace. Or as we sometimes say, it's a visible sign of an invisible reality, which is grace, the life of God in us, right? That is what uh, a sacrament, or again, a mystery is. Not simply something that we enter into, not simply something that we search out, but now something that enters into us. The life of God, grace, enters into us. And, and something can become, in that same way, a sacrament. Not in the uh, capital S sense of the seven sacraments. Those, of course, were specifically given to us by Jesus Christ, and so they work in a more powerful way. But if you read the Church Fathers or even the Second Vatican Council, you'll find the word sacrament used in a kind of more loose way. The Church Fathers talk, for example, about the Scripture as a kind of sacrament. The, the, the Lord's Prayer can be a kind of sacrament. The Second Vatican Council says that the Church herself is a sacrament 
of Christ, a visible sign of an invisible reality of grace. And what that ultimately means is, because this God that we believe in is Trinity, is relationship, he has made everything to become, in some sense, a sacrament, a visible sign of his invisible presence. And that certainly is true most of all about those of us who are Christian, who have been baptized in his name, in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. We can become a kind of visible sign of his presence in the world. Now, we could talk about anything, really, any, all things that are created by God can be, be like that. But let's talk about fathers, because it's Father's Day, right? So, our fathers uh, can represent or reflect to us, sacramentally in a way, the Holy Trinity. When we think of God the Father, we always think of him as the great creator. Well, our fathers are often creating things for us. I, my father is very uh, handy. I remember when we, he wanted a, a back porch on our house, he built one. You know, he just created it. He was always creating lots of little things for different projects or extensions around the house. When we didn't have what we needed, he'd just make it. If we broke a toy or something like that, you know, we'd take it to him and he would fix it. In those moments, our fathers are, in some real sense, becoming a sacrament of God the Father, who is the creator. They are becoming a, a mystery in that sense to us. God the Son. How do we think of God the Son? He is the one who redeems us, right? He, he uh, purchased us back for the Father when we were uh, left out in sin. I remember one time in my uh, childhood when we had made for a cake competition, this cake and we put little, our little toy figurines on the cake, not really realizing that they would be sold along with the cake. So then we were like really upset when we found that out, like, oh no, all of my toys, I'm not gonna get them back. So of course, dad, uh, he like bid on the cake until he was the highest bidder so that we could get our toys back. So he redeemed uh, you know, our, our toys in that sense. In that sense, he became a kind of sacrament of the sun. Again, what does the Son do to redeem us? He uh, sacrifices himself. How often our fathers sacrifice themselves for us in lots of little ways. I know my own dad is always out there like checking the oil in my car and making sure my tires are filled and things like that. Without, I don't even ask him. He just is out there doing it, right? That's the way our fathers are. They're often sacrificing themselves for us. Again, in a mysterious way, becoming a kind of sacrament of God the Son. God the Holy Spirit, you know, he, he is the great advocate, Scripture says, meaning the, uh, the one who is by your side in time of need. I remember uh, several years ago, my sister was teaching a Japan, uh, English in Japan, and that was right when they had that big uh, tsunami that hit and, like, ruptured some of the... Um, the nuclear power plants over there. And so my dad was like, I've got to go to Japan right now and like be with my daughter, you know. And luckily, my mom talked him out of that idea because he can't speak Japanese or do anything that would have been helpful. But, uh, but he had that desire, right, to be there with my sister, to be alongside her in that time of crisis. Our fathers, again, are always like that. They always want to be there at our sides. And in doing so, they mysteriously become this sign, this sacrament of the Holy Spirit.
So we, we, you know, we've said that about fathers because it's Father's Day, but the point is that is the way that everything that is, everything that has been created by God can become a mystery, can become a kind of sacrament revealing to us the presence of this God who loves us, who gives himself to us. And so we, especially, who again have been baptized in his name, we must make him present intentionally in the world. The more that we pray, the more that we study, the more that we meditate, the more that we receive the seven sacraments, capital S, of the church, the more we will be able to not just um, be entering into this mystery that we are searching out, but allow this mystery to enter into us, to realize that this God that we believe in is not some distant creator who no, no longer is involved in his creation, but a God who immerses himself mysteriously every day in our lives, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And so let us, in all that we do, try to bring glory to God the Father, glory to God the Son, glory to God the Holy Spirit. Amen.